Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? Hello? I wish I could do that. It doesn't sound as cool when I just say hello. No, it's only in this one part of my basement. If I go in this room, it sounds perfectly normal. Man, is that one part of the basement your bathroom by chance? (laughs) Yeah, I developed my basement in an unusual way. I finished only one small room where I sit right now. The rest of it is just a toilet and tile. One hard reflective surface. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's always really off-putting when you're having a phone conversation with someone, and you can tell what's going on. you know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. There is a very distinct echo to a bathroom. Because they'll be talking. There's First of all, there's like the, the echo. It's like... Yeah, so I seen Jerry at the mall today. They just draw weird words. Hey, call me back. I don't want to get pink eye or pink ear. Oh, Oh, lordy. Classy. Anyway, so so the young woman who's kicking ass on Jeopardy, uh, Matea Roach, right? Yeah, yeah. 23 23 years old. She just, as of this taping... Mm-hmm. I think it's 15 straight games of Jeopardy she's won. That's nuts. Like, I don't know. She could probably tell you exactly the moment the Industrial Revolution started and when it ended. She probably knows what the Renaissance was. Like, all those things that none of us know. We pretend to know. But does anyone know what the Renaissance was? It's infuriating to think about that the fact she's only 23 and has won 15 straight games of Jeopardy. And this is real Jeopardy, not... kids tournament not the college one that sometimes you can get a question on it's the real deal jeopardy and i'm just like yeah she could answer questions about a wide variety of topics me when i was 23 you could ask me a question about the simpsons and i could probably give you an answer yeah and that's (laughs) about the extent of my knowledge and i'm glad to say now that i'm in my mid-30s not much has changed and the thing about jeopardy too it really is the only game show that your parents will brag about you if you were on that game show. Like if you ended up on Let's Make a Deal or something, your parents wouldn't brag about that. I wouldn't but think would, so. No, no. And it just makes me want, like, obviously I will never kick ass on Jeopardy. I don't know enough stuff. But like if, what game show, I'm trying to think what game show I'd be good at. Like if there was a music trivia game show, I'd probably do really well. I think the only game show I'd be qualified to be on would be The Price is Right. Yeah. And even that one, because that one... You, you know, wouldn't make it, it past the screening process, Bryce, though. You're not bubbly enough. No, I uh, I don't have any witty t-shirts to wear on the show. But if yeah. I did make it on, at least if I failed spectacularly, I could blame it on the crowd and say they were giving me bad advice. Yeah, I guess you, that's true. You kind of have a scapegoat in that one. Yeah. So that's probably the only one I'm fit for. Is Wipeout a game show? Oh man! Like I could do a game Wipeout. show, isn't it? I think so. But you have to wonder though. Like you watch old episodes of Wipeout, it is 
I had never watched it before. And then we were at my uh, beautiful bride's mom's house for Christmas one year in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Canada. And there wasn't a lot going on on Boxing Day. And I sat there and I watched a marathon of Wipeout for probably six hours. <laughs> and <laughs> I had never seen it before. I laughed like an idiot child that had been sniffing glue all day. Like, <laughs> I couldn't pull it together. But you have to wonder, like, some of the, the wipeouts on Wipeout are spectacular, and you have to think, oh, that person definitely got life-altering whiplash from that. There are some of the people that fall, and you just know their spine is not going to bounce back. Yeah. Like, they bent in half the wrong direction. There's no way. How are they walking this off? Yeah. That said, I think I could do Wipeout. You think so? Eh. Sure. I'd probably do well at Wheel of Fortune. I solved the Wheel of Fortune puzzles before anybody else. You see, I wouldn't have minded Wheel of Fortune, but in the last couple months, there have been a couple easy puzzles mm -hmm. that people struggle to solve, and the internet just laughs at them. And but I can't, think those I can't people... have that failure. No, but I sort of wonder, are those people trolling you by intentionally not getting it? Like, that, just to get some attention? That would be next level. It sure would. Because there's no way in the world, like that one that was floating around a couple of weeks, I can't even remember what the puzzle, what the solution was, but it was so obvious to even people whose, I don't know, third or fourth language was English, they were probably able to solve that puzzle. Remember there was a game show a few years ago, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader or whatever? Yep. <laughs> And you'd Wouldn't watch you? that one being like, obviously I am. And then they'd start asking questions and you'd realize quickly that, uh, whew. Maybe you aren't? Yeah, and I just couldn't do a show like that. The public humiliation would be too great. And that's my biggest fear. So you'd go prices Right. I would go... Yeah, I'm going to stick with Wheel of Fortune. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! This topic... I don't know. I find it entertaining, but thoroughly disgusting at the same time. It's funny because I saw the headline this morning for this story. And it just said, woman rescued by fire crews after getting stuck in toilet retrieving phone. And I couldn't read any further. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to read more, but I'm glad you brought it up. By toilet, it's outhouse. And it's not one of those ones they drop off. It's This is a fixed, permanent outhouse. With a deep, deep pit. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. She was on top of a mountain somewhere in Washington State, and there's like an outhouse up there, and she's in the outhouse doing what people do in an outhouse, take care of business and scroll through the gram, and her toy, her phone fell between her legs and landed, like it fell down into the, oh. the pit. And most people, you just go, well, it's been good knowing you, Motorola <laughs> Razor, and just sort of walk away. But she tied together a series of dog leashes and attempted to lower herself in there to get, even if she could get her phone, like, do you even want to touch it? Goods. Oh. So she's lowering herself in there and she's alone. And of course, the dog leash doesn't hold up and she plummets into the pit oh. of the outhouse. And fortunately, she was able to find her phone, and her phone still worked, and she called 911, <laughs> and they came and hauled her out of there. Oh. And 
But they're hosing her off in the parking lot, and they're like, uh, you should probably go to the hospital because you've been contaminated by human waste. And she's like, no, I'm good. And she sped off. That was it. So she did get her phone back. I guess that's... I, I was reading that story, though, and I'm thinking, to my, I can't think of a single thing that I would go after in an outhouse. The Hope Diamond? Nope. Don't think... A 1909 Honus Wagner baseball card? Nope. Sorry. No. A, a toddler? <laughs> a toddler. <laughs> I'll just get a new one. That is so gross. You know, if I were to drop my phone in a bowl of cereal, I would just... There'd be phantom smells. Of, no matter how much I cleaned yeah. it, I would always smell old milk on it. Uh, I don't think there's a cleanser powerful enough on Earth that I would ever want to hold that phone up to my face again. Yeah. If it fell into a toilet. And okay, uh, the good news is that her friends are never going to ask to borrow her phone. No, they will absolutely. And her jealous boyfriend's never going to sneak into her phone and scroll through it in the middle of the night. When you are a recruit to be a firefighter or a police yeah. officer, you think that you're going to be saving people from burning buildings and dangerous crime scenes. They probably don't tell you when you're in the in firefighter school that you might have to hoist a person out of a very deep porta potty pit. Yeah, and then hose them off in the parking lot. And then, yeah. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. How far would you go for your phone? And I thought nobody in their real life would actually do that, would they? No way, man. If my phone fell on the floor of the porta potty, I would pretty much yeet that thing into the sun. Oh, yeah. I would just kick it down to the river and say, see you later. <laughs> uh, somebody says, I dropped a walkie-talkie in a porta potty on a job site. Let's just say that's where it lived for the rest of its days. Yeah. And that's where it should live. That's where it should go. Uh, somebody else says, you definitely know that woman put that phone up for sale when she got home and cleaned it up. Just imagine the ad. And that right there is why you never, ever, ever buy a used phone. Never. Lightly uh, used. <laughs> never dropped in a porta potty. <laughs> I once dropped my phone in my freshly urinated in toilet. It still worked after its plunge and a thorough washing with soap and water and then an entire thing of Lysol wipes. The most infuriating part is I was trying to move my phone further from the edge of the counter so it didn't fall in. Tony. Um... Here's a, a couple of takeaways here. First of all, if you know someone named Tony, don't ever ask to use their phone because it's been in a toilet. Agreed. Uh, you'll get pink eye. And I think we have a new segment on the show here. The worst thing that ever happened to your phone. Or maybe not. This makes me feel good because like, I take pretty strong care of my phone. And oh, yeah. it, it's never fallen in a toilet or a porta potty. I don't think I've really ever dropped it anywhere all that bad. No, neither have I. I just because can't I always keep it in my pocket. Yeah, I can't imagine because I, you know, it's in our hands so much, and it's next to our face. We sleep with it beside our bed. That if it were to fall into a toilet or porta potty, that at a certain point you need to be okay. That uh, you need to get a new phone. Yeah, it, you just have to. Every now and again, you're going to have a fourteen hundred dollar day. That's it, what it comes down to. Just because it does still work doesn't mean you should still use it. Exactly. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Sean actually texted and said, so I've got to come to the outhouse lady's defense. 
I've struggled pretty hard over COVID and have had to really downsize. No TV, no computer, etc. So I use my phone for everything from banking, my work, all of my entertainment at home, pretty much. I'm also a mild germaphobe, though. If I couldn't replace the phone, I too would probably get it back from the outhouse. But if it still worked, I might break it cleaning it. That said, if the speakerphone is busted, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to get past putting it on my face. But speakerphone would be just fine. Have a pleasant day, boys. Sean. You see, I understand what Sean is saying, but... So do I. If, yeah. you're, if your phone is now the only thing you have, you have no computer or TV, all the more reason to not go with a toilet phone. Exactly. All the more reason to tether that thing to your wrist. You know, when a surfer goes out into the surf, they got that board tethered to their ankle. That's because, right. Because, yeah. yeah, basically, you should just get a surfboard tether and wear that on your wrist around your phone. It's actually a pretty good idea. Garnco? Maybe. Uh, somebody else says, I was working on a job site, dropped my phone, which was brand new, while I was halfway up a 200-foot fire escape style ladder. I had pulled it out to take a picture of a defect. It plinkoed all the way down to the ground, somehow hitting almost every step. When I made it down to the ground and picked it up, it was somehow still working and wasn't cracked, but there was a small scratch on the screen protector. I placed it on the table in the lunchroom a few days later. Somebody put their lunch pail on top of it and smashed the screen. <laughs> Clifton. <laughs> Man, it falls 200 feet and some guy's lunch Ale breaks it. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Two people in a row now have asked the question, if she used dog leashes to lower herself into the pit of the porta potty where were the dogs? <laughs> I, assume, I assume that the dogs just ran off into the woods, never to be seen again. But hey, she got her phone back. Yeah, the dogs so. could see on the horizon how this was going to turn out. And they're just yes. like, you know what? I want no part of that. And they're just wild dogs now. They're the mountains dogs. Yeah, they live in the forest. <laughs> I think, too, the fact that the forest, the fire department, I think they said that, uh, like, she was embarrassed, obviously, but she had to get hosed down in the parking lot. And they're like, you should probably go to the hospital because you're covered in, um, you know. And she's like, no. And she just sped away from there. So now there's the whole question of the interior of her car that I need to know about as well. Oh, I didn't even think about that part of it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, so now we're just sharing stories of the worst thing that ever happened to your phone. I don't think anyone can even compete in the same circle as the woman from California. But there's been some good stories. The one that came in earlier, too, and I think you asked the question... How dirty is the water in the Venice Canal? Because somebody said they saw a guy jump into the Venice Canal after he dropped his phone into it. And uh, somebody else replied and said, uh, it's not good. So <laughs> No, I don't picture that being water you want to swim in. Uh, and I do like the guy who texted earlier who said he dropped his phone through the ice fishing hole. And then he had to go get a chainsaw and cut a bigger hole so he could get into the frozen lake and retrieve his phone. And he did, and the phone is still working. That's the phone he was texting the show on today. I just imagine you get stuck under that ice, and they determine that your cause of death was trying to get your phone back. Yeah, and, and then the people who retrieve your phone, they're like judging you. Really, he went in for an iPhone 4, huh? Really needed to hear the rest of that Limp Biscuit song, hey? <laughs> 
The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Um, this person says, I dropped my phone in ranch dressing during during a service call on a cooler at Earl's. Totally covered. Had to replace it because the smell was unbearable. So if you can't get the smell of ranch out of your phone, <laughs> which is a fine smell. There's that's, nothing wrong with ranch. Yeah, that's a fine thing. Uh, so imagine what a public porta potty would do to your phone. Okay, one more, and then we got to move on. Uh, when my mom and her husband first started dating, they were at North Count uh, North Country Fair together. They had both indulged in some fungus. My mom was in the porta potty and dropped his favorite mug in. He made her fish it out. Oh. Hashtag red flags. That being said, they now have three kids together. What if you are the kind of person? That has no problem drinking out of a mug that has been in a porta potty. Um, from that point forward, you are no longer allowed to send food back in a restaurant because it has a hair in it. <laughs> That's the law. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> oh, God. And what if, like, you know, you have a company over and they take a mug out of your cabinet and start drinking out of it, and you're sitting there knowing that it's the toilet mug? Do you tell yeah. them or do you just, like, nope, take that to what my grave? How special was that mug? Like, was it number one dad? Because newsflash, buddy, you can buy those number one dad mugs everywhere. <laughs> You're not really the number one dad. You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this one, I accidentally left my phone on top of a paper towel dispenser in a gas station in Manitoba. This was a few years ago. We were close to 90 minutes away from the gas station when I realized it. My husband was furious, but we turned around and went back. Oh. It was exactly where I left it. What are the chances? Huh? Wow, that's lucky. I would First always wonder, though, like, did someone use my cell phone while I was 90 minutes away and use it to commit a crime or, I don't know, catfish somebody in another country? <laughs> I would assume and, it was used, yeah, to commit some kind of heinous crime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, here. If you have delicate sensibilities and you're easily grossed out, look away for 15 seconds, okay? Along that same vein, my friend's dad dropped his false teeth in a urinal, finished oh. peeing, then washed them out, washed them off, and put them back in his mouth. Oh, brother. Wow. Like that's and that's a, where it peaked. That's a tough one. That's your teeth. You kind of need those things. But, yes. uh, oh, boy. Oh, that's a man, bad oh, day. Man. That's a bad Ooh. day. E either way, that's a lose-lose situation for you. But I'll tell you one thing. That's a guy right there who would have no trouble probably tying a couple of dog leashes together and retrieving his phone out of a porta potty You think a pack of Mentos could take care of that situation or... No. It's the Gar Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You know what? We should change the name of this to Epic Tales of Lost and Found. 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 Because there's some really good stories coming in now, too. This is from Jen. One time at summer camp, I lost a retainer in the trash can after forgetting it on the table. It was wrapped in napkins. I knew my parents would kill me as it was worth more than a cell phone. So I had to find it. Several counselors, a couple of friends and I put plastic on the mess hall tables and dug through the trash with gloves, unwrapping every napkin until we found it. Then it underwent a severe bleaching and a good rinse before I put it back in my mouth. LOL. It's amazing that we found it at all. Jen, uh, can you bleach a, a retainer? 
If it just tastes like bleach after? I was going to say, if it can, should you put it back in your mouth? That's not what they tell you when you're going to be a summer camp counselor. You think it's all going to be roasting marshmallows and swimming. No, it's going to be sifting through garbage looking for retainers. I imagine the the floor of the mess hall probably looked like the inside of uh, an air um, an airplane uh, hangar when they're sorting through the debris of a crash and trying to figure <laughs> out what went wrong. So, uh, here's another one for Epic Tales of Lost and Found. I dropped my phone in the middle of Highway 63 north of Grasslands. I had stopped for a roadside pee. I made it home to Edmonton before I knew it. I used Find My Phone on my wife's iPhone to track it down. Thankfully, it was still where it fell, safe and undamaged. Thankfully, it was 7 o'clock in the morning and traffic was light. Jay-Z. Thanks, Jay-Z. That's putting in the work. I like this one. It said, my friend was riding the loop-to-loop coaster at at West Ed and had forgotten her phone was in an unsecured pocket. At the first loop, she saw it fall away as if in slow motion. After the ride, one of the staff retrieved it for her. But it was a goner. Oh, that's <laughs> a. That's just like I, I, at that point, even if you could see the phone, I think I would leave it because I'd be too ashamed to ask the guy oh. to go get it because I had it in a loose pocket. I bet you, if you look at the floor underneath the mind bender at West Edmonton, it's probably just a sea of cell phones and wallets. Yeah, once upon a time, twenty years ago, it was a sea of coins, and now it's a yep. sea of cell phones. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, I once left a GPS on top of the roof of my vehicle. It was one of those rugged handheld units. I noticed when it slid off on the highway, I whipped a U-turn, pulled off to the side, and waited for a break in traffic. Amazingly, it didn't get hit, and there was a break in traffic. As the last car was passing, it drove right over the unit. I swear to God, he aimed for it. (laughs) He probably did. You see someone crouched at the side of the highway, like waiting to run out onto the highway. You see something on the highway. Of course you're going to aim for it. You have to. It's the law. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to read that one because it's about false teeth in a toilet. Yeah, that ended up Uh, back in a mouth. There's another one, a pair of glasses in a toilet. No, don't need to hear that one right now. I mean, they're entertaining, but I don't know that we need a whole lot of those on the radio. I like that Game Boy one. Uh, Yeah, my sister had a yellow Game Boy back in the day. I guess one time they thought she had lost it, so my dad literally ripped the whole house apart and then went to the dump to see if they put it in the garbage by accident. After a full day of searching at the dump, they came home. The Game Boy was under a pillow on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) How furious would you be if you just spent your day up to your eyeballs in garbage at the dump? Probably not even taking time to smash windows and other no, things. and TVs. And then you come home and it's right there. I think at that point, what you do is you take the Game Boy, you drive back to the dump, and you just hurl it over the fence into the dump, because that's where it belongs. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.